Welcome back to another episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. And today in your studio, we got YDB, man. What's yo, up? Yo, 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 yo. It's YDB. <laughs> yeah, you know man? what's cool? You know what's cool is like uh, having actual, you know, heads coming on the podcast. They listen to that intro and they're like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, it's dope. That's yeah, a dope intro. Yeah. yeah, I had a buddy of mine that made the beat and it's just... Seemed like kind of a weirdly impossible thing to rap over, so nobody ever touched it. Yeah, those, those happen when yeah. you're a producer. You can make it like, fuck, you can't get on this beat. No, you're you just know, like, right? oh, this is going to be a fucking showcase somewhere, you know, and that's going to yeah. be, that's going to well, be Well, yeah, it. Then, it, then it kind of just works for like that sort of thing, like, uh-huh. oh, now it's an intro for a podcast. Exactly. Oh. That kind of a deal, and it is today, man. What is up, man? Man, I'm doing good, chilling. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Out here in Boyle Heights. Um Yeah. We, okay, well, I, w- I wanted to ask you, I wanted to take it all the way to the beginning, because you're okay. not originally from no, Boa Heights, you're from... I am from Virginia. Virginia. Yes, I'm from the East Coast, Jesus actually, Christ. yeah. I've lived in L.A. for um, three years. Um, I lived in a few places, actually. I was born in Virginia, I lived there until I was about 12 years old, and then I moved to North Carolina, and I lived in North Carolina, I went to high school in North Carolina, um, didn't graduate, but I... Uh, I left North Carolina when I was like 20 years old and moved to the Bay Area where I lived for like one year. And why, then Why the Bay Area? Um a relationship I was in at the time kind of just Makes led sense. me out there. Yeah, she was from the Bay uh-huh. and kind of it was like, "Oh, come out to the Bay Area." And I was, you know, You're like, "Hell yeah." Yeah, I'm like, "Hell yeah, yeah. you know, let's do it," you know, and um so after that kind of fizzled out and uh, everything, I moved to LA because I had family out here. My older sister lived oh, out okay. here, so okay. she uh, she extended the invitation to me to move to LA, and um, I was just like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's try the LA thing." I, I mean, like, I essentially the way it happened was I had a, uh, my best friend from North Carolina, like who I went to high school with. He would he was like doing like a layover situation out here in LA, and he was here for a few days, and he was like come, you know what I'm saying, like, come fuck with me, you know, I'm gonna be in LA, and I'm like six hours away in the Bay Area, kind of like breaking up with my girl, and so I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it, so I came to LA, he was staying in Venice, just at like a um, hotel, so, you know, like, we linked up, I fucking smoked a fat blunt on Venice Beach, well, actually Santa Monica Beach, and I just fell in love, I was just like, "Mm, I can't, I'm not leaving, you know, like, this is, you know, it felt like home almost, you know, I just was like, I didn't, I hadn't felt at home since I left Virginia, in fact, so this is the first time we really felt like, you know, like a, a grounded situation, so I was like, yeah, I can really start and, you know, build from where I was at that point, which is essentially, like, not doing anything. <laughs> right, right. Well, definitely. I mean, you know, smoking a joint at, you right. know, at the beach will feel like a warm hug. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, for most people, like, I could fucking live here. I could, right. I could do you this know? all the time. It, yeah. Meanwhile, you move here and you're like, I never see the beach. You know, <laughs> like, Exactly. I haven't been to the beach in so long. See, man, that's what happens. Like, I think because you think about, like, the traffic and you're like, I'm, I'm not spending an hour and a half to drive 20 miles. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of not deal. Happening. Uh-huh. Yeah, and plus I live in Burbank, so that's a getting to the beach is like, it's like I have to plan. It. Like, I plan it the day before, like, okay, we're going to the beach tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're there, like, at 9 in the morning to try to yeah, meet everybody. Exactly. Kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. God, Burbank, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's where the fires are at, kind of close by. Yeah, we, yeah, I can see them, actually, from my house sometimes, just right up in the mountains, because I live, like, right there. So, like, I see them in the mountains, I'm like, this is weird. Like, that's on fire. It's almost surreal, you know? Like, yeah. Biblical, in fact. Like, you know, like, you hear about, like, mountain, like, 
like Mount Sinai on fire in the Bible, you kind of think about like, whoa, like this is something. Like imagine like what people back then were thinking like when they saw that. Oh, it's insane. I mean, I, right. I was thinking that yesterday watching the news because you could see just mm-hmm. embers flying across the freeway. And they were like yeah. speculating going like, I think it's going to jump the five freeway. And wow. it fucking did. Yeah. Because it just looked like a wave, like a river of, of fire. Right? So then imagine if you're an ancient person looking at that. Exactly. It, it definitely right. looks like, like we're a little bit Right, exactly. Like, we're, we're a little bit uh, kind of numb to it in a sense. Like, we know what's going on, right? Oh, but yeah. back then, when you're a little bit less enlightened, you're like, what the... Yeah, yeah. You can't just tune into, like, Channel 9 and then mm-hmm. be like, oh, okay, well, that's going on. Uh-huh. Right. For sure. So, warm hug. You're, you're out here now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, aside from making, aside from making like fucking hip hop, dude, right. you are like a legit musician. Like you play yeah, shit. I do. I, <laughs> I don't want to say shit, but like you, you no, play instruments, um, man. Yeah, growing up in the south, <laughs> you, uh-huh. you get a lot of exposure to churches. Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay. essentially, I grew up in a, a strong church environment, and we, yeah, we were musicians and uh, singers. We all played a lot of stuff. Like we were always jamming out, like. It, you know, like there was points in my life where I was going almost every day to uh, practice uh-huh. at churches and stuff. To yeah. um, it's like it was like I mean, like when I was in high school, I was essentially doing band practice in band, like at band school, like at school, like playing the uh, drums, like on the drum line, yeah. and then going behind that and like doing uh, like playing the keyboards for church and stuff. Jesus. So yeah, there was a lot of music when I was growing up around. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I knew a few other kids that like that's that's how they mm-hmm. got into like bands. Yeah, you know sure. they just played Sundays at at church, and I'm yep. like, God damn, yeah, it's a non judgmental place, you know. You, it is you right. Just keep they practicing. encourage you. Well, it, they encourage you from a really young age to to pick up the instruments and to learn them and to get uh-huh. good at them, just because they they want people that are talented to be able to, you know what I'm saying, they curate you from a young age to keep doing that. And those people, like if you you know like the people that stick on it, they become really talented musicians. Yeah. Like, like I'm okay, like as far as like the talent goes, well, like musician wise, but like some of these people are like so so talented. Like some of the people I grew up with are some of the most talented people I know. Like really, yeah, they're yeah. extremely talented musicians. It's, it's insane. Huh. Like I kind of I kind of went like you know a different route because I started producing and you know like rapping more and doing more like uh, cutting record stuff that's huh. like less in the musician like live instrumentation world. Yeah. So like I kind of in a sense like like. The being a musician kind of took a backseat to being an artist, oh, but yeah. some of those musicians are just insane. Church man, I, yeah. I could see that. I could see that yeah. you get a, a crazy amount of practice, right? Right, like, and and you always have yeah. people to play with. Well, because right? yeah, you, yeah, and the the community is really like the the, the basis for it in a sense. Like, you know, yeah, it's like oh, cool. Mm-hmm. You're you're playing a happy crowd, and on then Sunday. yeah, like I can still like if, <laughs> and the thing is, even with like I could still walk back into there at any time and just hop on the keyboard and still play just because the community's still there and it's uh-huh. still like. It, it, they, you know, what I'm saying, like, I still have that connection to them, and I grew up there, and you yeah. know, it's it's pretty dope. Oh, that's awesome. So you play, you play drums. Yeah, I play the keyboard, drums, keyboard. guitar, bass. Um, I played. Um, when I was in high school, I played violin, a little sax. Um, <laughs> just a little sax. Yeah, yeah a little, I'm not. I'm not good with wind instruments. Uh, yeah, as much. I, I'm not. I don't know the breath wow, thing. That's all good. I don't know. Oh. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, meanwhile, you play everything else in the I orchestra. I do, though, yeah. Like, oh. yeah <laughs> I do yeah, play yeah. every, like, basic band instrument, though. Huh. Yeah, I've played in a few bands. 
like I, I got a little good cello under me, that kind of a deal. You know? Yeah, I can play. I can play cello, not as well as other things, Jeez. but I, I love instruments. That's the thing. Like I love music and instruments. So if it makes noise, I love. You know, say I want to play with it automatically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, that seems like the cool basis. That's where you got it from. From mm-hmm. that, from from practicing in church, right. and then just you know, you brought it out here. What was what was the the selling point? Was it after that layover? Because you made a you made a mixtape, right? I did make a mixtape called Layover at LAX. Um, but oh shit! Yeah, um, it was before I moved to LA. <laughs> oh, for real? For yeah, real? Yeah, the it was it was foreshadowing in a sense. The, yeah, um, definitely. I feel like a lot of my music foreshadows future events that happen in my life for some reason, and I definitely foreshadowed the kind of layover in LA thing. Um, I wanted, I did want to move to LA for a while. It was something that I had in my mind, um, and I made that mixtape um, kind of as like a. What happened was, <laughs> I made that mixtape because I was making another project and my uh, computer crashed and I I lost like all the files for it. Damn yeah, hell, <laughs> so I wasn't able to like meet my deadline for that project. So yeah. I cut together like an EP, like uh, it was one, it was like five songs, I think. Yeah, five song EP, real fast, just so I could have something to release. And at the time, that was actually the last project that I released in 2014. That's the last major thing that I've sure. even done music-wise. And yeah, it, it, around that time, I was just going through a lot. And um, I put together that project. And the way I put it together, the way kind of everything happened, it just wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wasn't, uh, like, the project's, like, I, you know, it's it's cool. It, it, it served its purpose, but... I wanted to do something different, and that's all I was able to do at the time. Yeah. So it it, it kind of like it kind of what it is. It's literally like a layover, right? Like, yeah. and it and it and it and it led me into uh, uh, the events personally. Kind of led into me moving to LA and all of the things that transpired into me coming out here. And and I honestly, I hadn't I hadn't even made music for like three or four years huh. until I moved back, until I moved to LA. And I, I like, um, yeah, not at all. Like I made maybe one or two unreleased projects. Mm-hmm. And then um, other than that, like nothing. And so I moved to LA and, you know, um, just got really inspired to start making music again. And I've been out here for about three years. And so now that I've lived out here and kind of have, you know, like a little time under my belt, Mm-hmm. In a sense, like I kind of like have now, a, you know, what I'm saying a new project that kind of like is my experience of being in L.A. and yeah. learning about, you know, what I'm saying who I am and learning about myself. Shit. Yeah. What was it? What was it about coming back here or I mean, coming here that that made you want to make music? Um, The essentially the feeling of freedom, I want to say, yeah. like, I, I guess I, I, I boxed myself in. Um, creatively, mm-hmm. um, trying to do certain things with um, trying to make classical music. You're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, no, well, just like, not necessarily trying to f- uh, do a specific sound, but just mentally dealing with like uh, topics that I didn't necessarily uh, know how to write. Like, uh-huh. I wanted to write music, but I didn't have the experience to write the music that I wanted to write yet. Oh, okay. Okay. So I had to literally live those, you know what I'm saying, like experience things yeah. that I could write the music that I wanted to write about. 
and so now I could actually write that music in a sense. So I kind of, I guess it's like literal writer's block, <laughs> like right. like he's trying to make it deep, but it was just writer's block. Yeah, it was just like I kind of had writer's block in a sense, and I wasn't able to write music for a while. And yeah, um, just you know, coming out here, getting so much love, experiencing just like the LA lifestyle, it being completely different than anything I've lived and experienced so far. Uh, it it really you know what I'm saying it opened up a a lot for me inside and that inspired me to write a lot of music. What what is that? And I always ask people that who didn't grow up here, you know, who are here now, because it seems like you got like an extra gear when it comes to you know work and just being like I you know I want to accomplish this like. It's it's a little more motivation than like than if you grew up here and you're like you just kind of take the city for granted. What is what is that L.A. lifestyle to you? Um, from coming from like you know by way of the Bay Area and just kind of like what what is it to you? What does that mean? Um, I, what I think it is is I actually have I had this conversation with my sister um a while ago. How long has she been out here? She's lived out here for a little bit longer than me. She's lived yeah. out here for um six. I want to say six years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And she's she's yeah. she's done the thing. Like she works for a um, marketing company. Shout okay. out to my sister. Heck yeah. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's doing her thing, and um, we were talking about it. I think what it is is when you grow up in L.A., you're already in L.A. Yeah. When you grew up where I grew up, like in a smaller town in North Carolina, Virginia. You want to get to L.A. or you get to New York or get to Atlanta. You 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 kind of like you want to get out of the house yeah. and and get away from where your parents grew up in their lifestyle. And when you're when you grew up here, you, their parents or maybe their parents' parents were the ones that needed to get away. They got away and they're here already. Yeah. So in a, in a sense, like they kind of already have everything that they need and. And it's not necessarily like you really have to want it. Like you have to literally want want it. I almost need it, in a sense. Like that's the difference. Yeah, that's like the difference. you know, like like I, you know, what I'm saying like I needed to come to LA because I needed to, ha- you know, what I'm saying like have that within myself, or else I don't know, you know, what I'm saying what of would have happened to me in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the big difference right there. Yeah, I think know? that that I, I need to make this happen. Right. And you come here and you're spending, you know, your Thursday night in Watts filming a video. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you're me, I'm going like, why would you do that? You know? it's, re- <laughs> yeah. It's funny. My sister, I, I was telling my sister, um, I was like, yeah, I was in Watts last night shooting a music video. She was like, why, I, why? were you? I was like, because I can be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 It's a step. We're going to take a quick, uh, quick break and we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. So yeah, we're, we're we're talking a little bit about that, uh, just about the shooting, uh, the the music video shooting. Let's let's get that right in yeah. Watts, you know. Um, you guys were out there freaking filming in the front of somebody's house. Yeah, we were on like one of. I'm not gonna give this yes. man's address out, but well, we were mean, there around yeah, like, around. Yeah, we were on we were on one oh what one oh seventh one oh third or something like that. Damn. In the middle of Watts Grape Street hood, just they they had a couch in the front of their house uh-huh. and. As we most had people do like, in Watts. Yeah, as most people do in Watts. <laughs> you gotta have a good couch. Gotta have a couch. Yeah. Yeah. So we set it up. We had like a couple of like like old vintage looking dolls. Oh. They're like like half they're like three fourth size dolls. Uh-huh. Like super cool, weird shit. 
So we set them up with like a, like a tray table, graffitied out tray table. I'm like rolling weed with like liquor. Gosh. You know, we had a little bottle of Macallan, yeah. uh, some. Uh, uh, we just had some like regular beers there, and you know, like we had to set up right in front of his house, filming the music video, Gosh. like middle of the night. Was it fucking? It was. 11, 12 at night. No way. No, yeah, middle of the night, like dead well, of the night. Just be, did, was that by design? Did you guys make it that way? or was Yes. It, we yeah. essentially, because we were going for the, the track is called Savage. Uh, yeah, so we were going for something really grungy and uh, dark. Like, we essentially wanted a really dark look, so we brought a lot of lights, but they kept it dark, you know? Like, right. it's a lot of black, a lot of uh, grunginess. We're in the back of his house in the middle of Watts in the alleyway. Okay. Yeah, it's graffiti. There's there's some good graffiti. He's a um he's a graffiti writer, so we there's a lot of great art around like in the video. Um a lot of cool props that we were just finding around that we were just using it's Watts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely. this is like fucking grungy shit. It just looks that way. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's it's that's essentially that the look we were going for. And that's kind of a lot of the feel in the in the record. It's it's grunge, it's grit, but it's polished. Huh. It's like the polished grit. And that kind of goes into a lot of like my style in general. It's polished grit. Huh. Like, you know, like like I come from dirt, but I've polished it up and I, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you yeah. know, I presented it in a nice way. So when's when's the record coming out? Um, we don't have a date set for it yet simply because it's not like mastered it's not like it's not like a i want to just drop it yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's gonna be one of those things where i'm just like okay it's gonna we're gonna put it out in two weeks you know Uh type of thing um once once i have like the masters back from like you know the uh the factory (laughs) right yeah um we'll set a date and then it'll be out soon I'm, i'm aiming for like the next like month or uh, next month or this month for sure. Okay. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Send me the dates and then I'll yeah you know, I'll shoot it out. Let everybody know also. Right. Yeah. Because it's uh yeah you you say can you talk about your day job because I mean that goes into like yeah. the quality of of how good well yeah videos, I shoot videos so you shoot videos so yeah. it's like the, the videos you guys are shooting look yeah tight dude yeah I I shoot videos so I, I've hmm. been a videographer. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I did stop making music for a while is because I started shooting videos and getting into videography and I kind of just like uh, stopped making music because that consumed a lot of my life was just like learning it yeah. you know it takes a lot to learn it to be good yeah. you got it's like a video game you got to get good yeah, yeah. <laughs> you it's know its own, it's its yeah. own thing it's its own thing and it's so different than what I did before because I learned production at a very young age right like I learned I was mm. making music at eight years old so I learned that fairly early. So once I mastered that at about 16, I started learning um, how to do videos. And, like, as a millennial with the Internet, you kind of just learn quick. Yeah, definitely. And so I was shooting videos for people at – I was about 20 years old when I started shooting, like – just shooting for people, shooting videos, editing them, uh-huh. just shooting music videos for people randomly that I knew. Like I, I turned into like the, it, it's funny because that was the main thing. Like I wanted to have videos for myself, yeah. but I was always just shooting videos for other people. That's how it happens sometimes, and that's right? well. Now I have so much under my belt shooting videos that when I shoot videos for myself, it 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 like my expertise kind of helps. Oh, okay. Because I know what to do in front of the camera, yeah, 
and behind the camera. So I can I and when you get good people behind the camera, uh-huh. then what's in front of the camera then turns into gold, right? So mm-hmm. I found the people that could then be behind the camera, and so when I'm in front of the camera, it you know it's 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 like that, yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, and it, I've been making videos for like what I started making videos in 2014, so. Five back years. in North Carolina. Yeah, back in North Carolina. That's when I, I did start in North Carolina making videos. Mm-hmm. So there's like a there's like a little nucleus. There, there's like a little group of people that have had videos made by you. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. There there's a um, fair amount of people that have yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Rodney Wright. Uh, he has a, he did a video with. My man Tez Cortez did a video for him. Like this is like way way back, like 2014 too. Like I don't, those videos are still on YouTube. You can still check them. Yeah, you can still go cool. search them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just did a few videos. I just started doing videos with my um my dude Conclusion, mm-hmm. and he shot my video last night. Yeah, and um, yeah, we sh- we we shoot videos for people <laughs> in LA. You know, that's what we do. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of work, man. I I filmed my cousin's wedding. Yeah, and even a wedding. No, dude, it was way too much video. I still, it's been like two years, and I haven't edited it together because wow. it's too much of a mess. I'm like, I don't know if I could put it together. How about that? It was free. I sent you the pictures. Yeah, I editing, might just send her like clips and call editing it a day. videos is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? To make a three and a half minute video is an yeah. ungodly amount of work. Yeah, it's literally just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away until you have a good final product. And it, right, yeah. and the thing is, it's a lot of work, but I'm used to um, doing a lot of work like that. Just simply from like making music, production is pretty close to editing. Uh-huh. It's a lot different, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. It's pretty close to like mixing. I wouldn't say like producing. It's it's closer to like mixing, huh. and that's my other day job. Mixing. Holy yeah, I'm a mixing st- engineer. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys built up this studio. It is. I mean, how big is this place? It's or, small. It's, it's small. How, how small is this place? I don't know, 8 by 10. 8 by 10. So, I mean, you know, it's some prisoners have bigger places than this, nah, right? this is like, it's maybe 10 by 15. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 10 by 15. That makes 8 sense. 8 by 10. That's but a cell. <laughs> the amount, like how good this place looks, right? How yeah. much... How much you can get done in here is insane. We get a lot done. Yeah, well, the th- yeah, like you don't need a lot to get. That's what I'm saying. Like people have made hit records on a laptop. Yeah, a MacBook and a and a, and a, and a little ball, blue ball microphone. Yeah, you know? that, man. This podcast runs on just the same exactly. thing. Uh-huh. Exactly. So you don't really need a lot to get done. You just need essentials. You know what I'm saying? So what we have here are essentials. Uh-huh. We have a really good microphone. We have a really good preamp, and we have a really good computer that runs Pro Tools. And that's basically all you need. And a, and a good acoustic environment, that's actually the, I'll say, like, a good acoustic environment does yield a great sound all the time, no matter what. Well, you, yeah, I mean, the amount of acoustic foam that's in here is insane. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of foam. We foam this shit the fuck up. Oh, but it sounds But good. it's strategic foam. Like, as you can see, the foam's not everywhere, everywhere. It's in a lot in strategic places. Because that it's not really about how much foam you have; it's about where you put it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we have the corners and like right here in the corners and the sides. You know what I'm saying? Foamed up properly, and like where the speakers. You know what I'm saying like where the speakers are going to produce the most bass. Like where bass gets trapped, uh-huh. you kind of put bass traps to absorb the bass so that you get a cleaner sound. Damn, yeah, dude. Well, this and then, and we were just talking about this. This is not the first studio no. you've built. No, I've built. 
this is probably the 12th studio maybe oh, I've built. Like, I started building studios at a very young age just because I was always into music. And so, like, when you're the guy that's um, always into music and you're around a lot of uh, people in the streets, uh-huh. you become the, like, liaison for getting shit done. Yeah. And i.e. building the studio or, you know, right. like, getting all the songs mixed and shit like that. Right. Every, every dude yeah. that, you know, has got like a flow they're like hey man i want to make an album and stuff yeah. and you're like oh let's do it over let's here do it you know like yeah mm-hmm. i was always that guy i was always the guy that was bringing fucking seedy shady guys to my mom's house that's hilarious man. yeah look well they're shady looking they were actually shady but they were just oh, like okay. the seedy shady looking guys I, I was gonna say like and i don't know if this is your experience but when they show up to say like your mom's house yeah they change right like do they, they they're a little nicer well, yeah. Um, in my experience, CD people that are like, oh, quote unquote CD is like, and they show up to my house, they're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, like, that's the thing. The like, the appearances can very much be deceiving. You, Someone like my manager that you saw, yeah. just fucking face tats and yeah. huge ass fool. He's the nicest he's guy super ever. Nice, yeah, man. he's fucking, yeah. <laughs> he's so nice. Yeah. Super nice. We, yeah, like, I, like I brought him to my sister's house. You know what I'm saying? He's super, you know what I'm saying? He's the nicest guy. But, and you're saying if you saw him on the streets, you'd be like, what the fuck? I'm not going near him. You know what I'm saying? Right. He looks like he's going to rob me. Right. But appearances can be deceiving. And that's, that's another thing that I kind of talk about on the record because that's something that I've, I encountered a lot in LA. Mm-hmm. Appearances that, were deceiving, um, like uh, my ex, you know what I'm saying, appeared to be someone who she wasn't, and I was deceived. What was that? Um, Well, she appeared to be like like someone who was uh, uh, accepting and nice, or like more so she appeared to be like she was white. And she appeared to be like of the culture, like she was really into, like she wanted, she was a rapper. So like we made music together and, but... And then it and then it turned into racism. What? What the fuck? I know, How? right? How? <laughs> yeah. And I realized huh. it she was like almost obsessed with like black culture to a fault. Was it like a like that Dolezal lady kind of a deal? Like she she who? Like uh, Oh the Rachel Rachel yeah, what's Rachel her name? Dolezal, the Ye- one that wanted yeah. to be, that said she was black. But a little le- more subtle than that. You know what I'm saying? Like She's in all her friends greens? are she black. collard greens like on the weekend. Like, hey man, nobody likes that. <laughs> N- no, get the mac and I, well, cheese. I love collard greens. I'm all right with them. Fuck, I love. I'm from the south. I, I love know, collard man, greens. But... Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that, that's always been my question. Are yeah. they are they really good, or is it just something you you've had for a long time? You have to cook them right. No, <sighs> collard greens are good. Yeah. If you cook, you you ever had good spinach? Like good, like like. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. that. Like, uh, you cook it with, like, ham, and, like, you boil it, and it ta- it's good. It's uh-huh. fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, like, it's good, but you have to cook it right. Not everyone can cook collard greens. I'm not eating anyone's collard greens. No. I've heard I've heard that, too. Mm-mm. Like, I've heard people mm-hmm. have also said, like, dude, you're not going to find that over here. You you're gotta, not. You no, like, if style. you get collard greens here, mm-mm. Like, I won't order collard greens just because I know they're not going to taste the same. Uh-huh. And it's about... It's it's about taste. You have to season them and like cook them properly, and that's something that people, people can't do. Out. That's another thing. <laughs> even talk about that food. Are, yeah, yeah. Even people from the south that moved out here, like they just can't replicate. It's something in the air, huh? It, 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 well, it's about 
regions have uh, flavors for a specific reason, and that's just because like the ingredients found in that region have oh, yeah. a specific like profile. Like, even like the the herbs and like the collard greens that are grown in the south don't taste like the collard greens that would be grown here. Yeah. Like in order to get that, you would have to grow them in the south and like fucking fly them out. Fly them out because like the soil's different, the pollen that's used to pollinate that specific plant is different totally because the agree. bees. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see it happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying I've I've had many. Yeah, I've had I've had it it's several times. About regions like, like there's specific regions where the food is really good just because that region just has a specific environment yeah to breed yeah. that really oh, good food dude, yeah. and it it's funny because I talk with my sister about this a lot it's usually in southern regions of places where the food's better huh. like southern India the food's oh. better uh-huh. like southern America the food's better southern I think southern China is where like the, the so like Sichuan yeah. stuff like that yeah it's weird. Yeah, but then you got, well, yeah, because nobody ever talks about North Korean food, right? <laughs> Unless you talk about cold buckwheat noodles. I exactly. think that's all they ever made. I don't know what that it is, but it's out. something about the southern regions where uh-huh. they just have better food. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think I'm trying to think of something because nobody ever looks for exactly. Canada for good food. Nope, <laughs> yeah. but you go to Mexico. But that's all. Exactly. That's, that's food, man. That's Mecca, yeah. But, okay, yeah, but she was getting racist. She was getting yeah, she, weirdly racist. Yeah, and then about... she she did some stuff, and um, it it's just like she's always she wants to be a rapper. She's always around black people. So the appearance was you're cool. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 you'd help me out. You know what I'm saying? Like there's this thing where it's like uh, essentially like because my mom's white mm-hmm. and my father's black, so I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. So I get both. I I I know what it's like to be a white person. I know what it's like to be a black person. And white people can use their white privilege to help black people. It works. My sister, who we have a different father, my older sister has a different father by the way. Okay. She's fully white. She's like blonde hair, blue eyes, Holy like shit. white white. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So It's always a tough one to explain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh yeah. It's, no, that's it's my funny. Sister, bro. No, well it's it, and then that, that goes into like she can use her white privilege to help me. Yeah. There's a lot of instances where she has used her white privilege to help me, even tying into like like she's helped me out of situations where had I not had that, mm-hmm. I would have been you know what I'm saying? Like, fucked up because, you know what I'm saying? She's used being, you know what I'm saying? Like, having a white face and shit to get me out of trouble. Yeah. Just okay. simply because I'm seen as a black male. Like, I might be half white, but the world sees me still as a black male. Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's, you know what I'm saying? That ties into the, like, appearances thing. Like, she appeared to be cool. It appeared that she would be able to help me with her white privilege, and I could help her with what I had, you know what I'm saying, like, with my talent, mm-hmm. but that it didn't turn into that. She used, like, she essentially used it against me and then turned on me. Wow. And, yeah. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying, that's that. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know what I'm saying? That's, uh, and then, uh, you know, I can appear to be, you know what I'm saying, something, and but I'm completely, you know what I'm saying, probably different than what I appear to be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then you're, you're like... In this situation in the Bay Area. Right. You know, miles away from anybody related to you. And you're like, God damn, I got to leave. Yeah. And that, that, and then even, even then that's crazy. Um, I was out there just, you know, like just mobbing it. I was actually just literally doing nothing. Just like kind of, uh, uh, working, just living out there working, not really doing anything at all. Hey, uh, 
Yeah. Smoking really good weed. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah. We got really good weed here too. Yeah, yeah, like it's th- not. That, that's the thing. Like when you come to LA, the weed's just as good. It's not like yeah. the. It's it's like so much better. Like you can find like some like crazy like insane good weed out there, but I'm not about to do that hunting anyway. Yeah, I mean, so, who gives it? Just right, smoke like, more weed. <laughs> it takes me. <laughs> it's such a headache just to get my regular like fucking yeah. qu- a quarter fucking ounce quarter from ounce. my plug. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like fucking. I mean, just give me my shit. <laughs> you could smoke a whole quarter and get and get you know fly yeah. to the moon. Yeah, you know, like that shit does. Shit, fuck, you know. I'm yeah, chilling. man. I remember in college we used to drive down here because I went to school in Merced by Fresno. Okay. And Fuck, it drives like eight hours. Yeah, yeah, it was four hours, four, four hours. hours. But yeah, but we did the round trip oh, okay. just to come down here because they were doing like a at a dispensary. They were doing a, a hundred dollars for an ounce. Uh, and we're like, were they, was from, it good? No, no, it was, it was no, it was, it was all right. It was all okay, right. but it was like we could buy an ounce. We could buy two ounces, and then that way we could sell one, yeah, and then make our money back and just smoke the other one. Yeah, it was a great idea, but we're just fucking driving down here four hours this way. My buddy yeah. drove back the other way, and it was shit you do for weed sometimes, you know. Yeah, but yeah, you no. get up there, and it's like you're fucking, you're you're Superman, dude. You're showing up with that LA weed, even if it was, even if it sucked. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. for real? Yeah, it's the like Central that. Valley has the worst weed ever. It's like if it's it can't got be worse than the shit I smoked in North Carolina. Makes, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely. Hell not. no. That's got to be pretty bad. Right, was, branches and shit like branches. Like it's got like nigga, branches, trees, like, trees. Right? <laughs> yeah, like it's I'm got talking, bird like nest. This shit is like hard. Yeah, it's like it looks like a bird nest. It has seeds. It's like like you huh. grind it and it turns to powder. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's like. Because the, there is two types of there's three types of weed in North Carolina. There is like the good weed, which wasn't which was like regular weed out here, which is like regular weed out here, yeah. right? Yeah. There was baby loud. There's loud, which was what I said was the good weed, right? Uh huh. There's baby loud, which is like um, like which sh- is like our like uh, which is like our mid, like like mm. what would we consider mid, right? Uh huh. And then there was mid, mid, <laughs> mid, and. And and people like from stress. North Carolina that are listening know what I mean when I say is, mid. Is, it, is that like Mexican cartel stress, like that freaking shit oh, that smells yeah, like Yeah, it's what like, y'all call stress out here. Yeah. Stress. We used to call it stress because now you can't even find stress. Yeah, now you, you can't, can't find, find it. You, can't you can find still it. find that in North Carolina. Huh. It's called Shh. mid. Oh, my. Yeah, it smells like it was smuggled in a tire, you know? Like it smells a little like paint mm-hmm. and, and coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? This it's like, what the fuck is this? Uh-huh. It's Starbucks weed, and it's like five dollars a gram. Yeah, the, uh, dude. In the Damn. yeah, you get so much weed though for five, for ten bucks though, right? You're like, oh, it's a good amount, but it's got like rocks in this there. Is so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wow. smoking that shit on the east coast. That's why I moved out to Cali. Yeah, <laughs> your tolerance goes up, and you're like, shit, can't smoke. Yeah, I went back to the mid. east coast for a week with two ounces and smoked that shit in like two days. Yeah, just in the travel in the travel bag, you just bloop. Yeah, or on the bus. No, I just I put flew. it in my bag when I flew. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't, don't really care. They don't care anymore about as it. As long as you're not bringing like a pound. I just brought two ounces. You know, it's just like I put it in one of these. Like if they fit, like just put this my medicine. I'm a patient. 
I have a medical hilarious. card. That's even though hilarious. my shit's expired like shit, I just, I show them, they don't even fucking care. It's a TSA. They're not even a real government agency. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the TSA. Everybody's super cool there. Yeah, the TSA is like the chillest of them all. Like, they call yeah. the police. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You just don't want them to call the police. As long as they don't call the police, you're good, you know? Yeah. Once they call the police, fucking leave. <laughs> leave. Time to go. <laughs> Time to Fuck go. Fuck like, <laughs> yeah. Greyhound. Just, yeah, just yeah. be out of there. Because <laughs> you do not want to get arrested at the fucking airport. Uh, it's funny. You just, you could travel with that much weed, mm-hmm. but... Definitely put your laptop in a separate bin. For, right? Yeah, right. That's the only thing they care about. Put put the fucking laptop in another bin. Yeah, it's insane. Uh huh. <laughs> Take your shoes off. That's it. That's yeah, right. it. They want to see your socks. They want to see the socks. <laughs> okay, have... good. He has socks. Yeah. All right. Good. He's not. God, man. No, but that's good. That's a good move to go back. When you go back, what do you do? What do you do in North Carolina? Nothing. What's the first thing you do when you go back? The first thing I do is go to. Um, a soul food spot and get some fucking soul food. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly the first thing I usually do. The real collard greens. Yeah, I usually a- go to, the, um, my mom used to, well, she moved out here actually just like a few months ago, so I would normally just go to my mom's house. She lives oh. right across from this really fucking good soul food spot. And I actually forget the name now. I can't even remember the name of it. Oh, shit. Holy shit, but they have, I re- it's like right, right across from my mom's house and they have really good food right there by North Carolina Central University. Oh, damn. Right there on Fayetteville Street. That's the one. It's so good. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, some of the food in North Carolina is, um, like, some, like, top-rated, like, oh, yeah, dude, like, number, barbecue. No, one of the, yeah, one of the number one uh, rated barbecue houses is um, Highway 55 Barbecue. Uh-huh. It's right there. It's down the street from my, I don't even know. It's, like, down the street. I went there all the time. I looked it up one time just to Google it, and I Googled it, and it's, like, fucking nationally known for yeah. being good for barbecue. It's really good barbecue, like, the fucking ribs and the yeah. mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, you get that Carolina, like, freaking vinegary uh, No, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big big fan of Carolina barbecue sauce, like the like orange Carolina uh-huh. sauce. It's more of a like mustard sauce. That's mustard. more of a like tangy. I That's like right. the like dark, dark barbecue. Yeah, yeah. they got yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, Carolina barbecue is cool, you know, but, but I like that dark. That shit. Memphis style. Yeah, that you know? Memphis. Yeah, that mm-hmm. southern. Yeah, that like, real southern. You can't go wrong, man. You can't, can't go wrong. Nope. I, I'm gonna Molasses. send. You, yeah, I'm gonna send you a, a spot that's yeah. in Inglewood. There's a spot. Th- there's a soul food spot, like, and that's that's a place I haven't tried the collard greens at, mm-hmm. and and any of the other like southern food, but because I hit up all the barbecue spots around my house. Yeah, just you know a bunch of local How people. Are they? They're pretty. Some of them are good. I haven't had soul food since I moved to LA. There's one place. I'll, I'll it's the vibe. It it, it it it's it's the vibe because like every time I go to a quote unquote soul food spot, I'm like, this is too clean. <laughs> oh no, you you're gonna like this yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's kind of clean. It, it's nice. It's nice. Plus, I, like, I, I don't want you, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see like roaches or anything. No. But like, I'm like like. It's too almost too commercialized in a sense, you know. Like, huh. like I just want to see like some old lady coming out with like a beat up metal fucking hotel tray, fucking flapping that shit down. It's <laughs> fucking, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, serving yeah. me my smothered chicken, you know, like Man. that's what I want, yeah. you know, like I don't, you know, like that's just what I'm, you know, like that's what I grew up on. So that's crazy how a lot of those places don't survive. There was a there was a place mm-hmm. called Western Smokehouse, yeah, and it was uh, it was a. It was a lady from Texas, and fuck, she would treat you like family as soon as you walked in. But I remember, uh, like, my lady's uh, friend went there, and then they'd give you peanuts, and then they started tossing them on the floor, and she's like, "What? What are y'all doing? <laughs> like, what oh, are you guys like doing? That. Right? Yeah, because you can do that. You could do that. Mm-hmm. You could do that there." And she's like, "What the hell is all about? Like, you know, like about doing this at a restaurant?" But yeah, you could do that there. You mm-hmm. know, you, you could can also do that in the south. Yeah. They outlawed that actually. Really? 
throwing, well, yeah, it's a law. It's a health code violation now or some bullshit. So you think, come on, man. Yeah, if you got I, a peanut allergy, screw you. It's I not think, coming to your feet. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I think, oh, it might be the allergy thing maybe yeah, then. Yeah, it, it must be. be the allergy yeah. thing. I'm like, I don't see how it could be a, like, because, like, food could fall on the floor. Like, you know, like. But the shells, you know, shells yeah. could fall on the floor. That's fine. I guess it is because of the allergies. It makes more sense, right? Because a lot of yeah. people got them now. Well, because there's this restaurant in the South I used to go to all the time. It's called, it's a steakhouse. It's called Lone Star Steakhouse. Oh, shoot. And they serve you, when you first get there, they serve you peanuts. Uh-huh. And before, you could just throw them on, they just throw the shells on the floor, you know, boom. Mm-hmm. They pick them up. And now they, do they give you like a They give you just a bucket. Yeah, they yeah. give. Yeah, they used to give you a bucket of peanuts. Now they just give you two buckets. One's empty. Throw the shells in the bucket. Uh, you know, maybe maybe looking back, it's probably a smarter move, you know? Keeps, yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to, like, sweep, you know, that kind of a deal. I mean, it, it, it played into the vibe of the whole restaurant, it though. It was cool. It was fun, yes. man. You're like, I can litter? <laughs> yeah, it was It was fun because yeah. then, like, you the, you gave them – well, really, I feel like it was it was cool for the kids because you gave the kids something yes. to do while you're waiting for the food. That's smart. Yeah, because that's like that. hard. Fuck kids crayons. Kids waiting for food? Yeah, yeah. like – yeah. I want my food. Mm-hmm. Kids love throwing stuff on the ground. Right. Like, especially at restaurants, man. They do. Yeah. My yeah. brother has a kid, super young, yeah. hyper as hell. Oh, so then God. they just, they go places and then they just float the freaking waitress like 20 bucks. They're like, well, yeah. we're sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. Going, sorry. sorry. They try to clean up, but fuck, man. This kid's uh, active, all right? This kid wants yeah, to run. I was on the train. <laughs> There's this kid just like. Going in on the mom, and I could just tell the mom had had a long day. She was already, she was tired. Yeah. She was just like, and the kids just going in, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. just like, oh my god, I need headphones or my headphones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, this kid. Yeah, man. Wait, right? You just gotta have some fucking love for that lady. Just be like, oh yeah, man, I'm like, look at this mother. Moms are the best. Yeah, definitely, man. So, oh, freaking hey, man. Well, we've been going strong for a little while here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What is it that you want people to know? Uh, what's coming up next? So we got the we got the album coming next. We you got the any, album coming out very soon. Very soon. Um, we're gonna. Well, first we're probably gonna put out. We're definitely gonna put out this music video. That's gonna come in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna have this music video out there. How, how long does it take from the time you guys shoot it to putting it out? Putting it I out. mean, I'm probably gonna start editing it um, once we finish this podcast. Oh, yeah. damn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what I have to do today is edit this video. That's, like, my goal for the day is to, because, like, we'll start editing it. It probably will. I, I don't like to, like, do things really fast because, like, I'm to the point now where I can do things very fast. Like, I yeah. can just edit it and then, boom, it'll be done. Yeah. That comes but, from, like, the production work, right? Yeah, like, that just comes from being in the production. Out. Yeah, this has to go out, right? Yeah. But at a certain point, I have to kind of, like, even this record. I cut this record, this album, a year ago. Like, in the beginning of this year, like, oh, December-ish. I sat on it and like tweaked it and like maybe this word or this phrase does, does shouldn't go here yeah. because I'm very meticulous with the art that I put out now because I feel like it has to be because I like I just had it's it's just so personal right mm-hmm. like it I'll, I'll let you hear the record you saying like you you understand like it's it's really personal I talk about my my life a lot my past and shit so it has to be meticulous because I'm presenting a, I'm putting a lot of myself out into the world mm-hmm. so the way I put it out it has you know what I'm saying like I just really yeah I, like I'll probably have it cut in the week within the week but I probably won't like I'll probably wait and look at it 50 100 times before Damn. I put it out yeah I, li- I listen to my album every day oh no way every day 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's 47 minutes. Like, it doesn't no, take that that's, long. That's not bad. Yeah, it's yeah. 47 minutes. That's my favorite number, by the way. Yeah. I listen to it every day to make sure. Just just so, like, with every mood that I'm in, I can listen to it. Mm-hmm. I know that it's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a reflection of, of you, mm-hmm. right? So you're just Self-titled. trying to make sure. Yeah, it's literally a reflection. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, it's awesome that you're so meticulous with it. And that's, it feels different, right, when you're working on a project that's about you yeah. than it is working on somebody else's it does. video. It does. Yeah, or, of course. album. Well, I had so much fun shooting my own music video. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been a while since I've shot something for myself. And I feel like what we got was so good, too. Like, it's because it's working with other people can be a little bit of a headache because you want to do something. Yeah. And they don't understand why you want to do these things huh. uh, from, like, being a video. Like, why do you want me to look this way that doesn't sound right? You know, but, you know, there's certain things that when you do, it looks right on camera and it might not sound right. Like you doing it Mm -hmm. per se, Mm -hmm. like, why should I stand to the side like this and right? Like it it looks good, you know, that's why. (laughs) And when you're shooting something for yourself, like, and you have a team that's like, like you trust, you can actually kind of experiment and do things. And does this work? No. All right, let's not do it. Does this work? Yes. Let's do it that way. And you kind of, you know what I'm saying, you get to have a lot of fun and still get the work accomplished. That's so. what you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it helps to have somebody behind the camera yeah. that, that understands it. And it then, does. And then you in front of it that knows how it's probably right. going to come off on the other yeah, end. Yeah, like I, I can already kind of like picture it even though I can't see it. Uh-huh. I know. Oh, I, it's really trust. I trust that the guy that's behind the camera has the same vision that I have for the video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get we get work done. Do you guys ever talk about it just like yes. quick little notes and stuff like that. All the time. All we, the time. Yeah, we are all, we're like constant. It has to be. Yeah. It's a constant communication because if it's not, then it, it falls apart very quickly. Yeah. That's the number one thing with shooting, communication. Yeah, I have to talk all the time. Like we're always like, you know what I'm saying? Like we communicate without even talking too. Like we communicate through eye signals and shit. Like I can look at him and tell him something without even having to say it sometimes. Shit. Yeah, we've shot for a while. So like, we, oh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys know each other. Yeah. Like it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I've slept on this couch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, I've used this toothbrush. <laughs> no, we gave me a toothbrush. Just, oh, now, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. That was a fucking that's crazy a night. We shot the morning. Now, we, we, because we went out the night before. He doesn't drink, but I do. Oh, yeah. And so, um, and his, and his girl does. So we were fucking throwed. And uh, we had to shoot the next morning. And so he was just like, just crash at my pad. Because I live in Burbank, and he lives in Santa Monica. And we had to shoot in Hollywood. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he's crashed at my pad. We'll go in the morning. So he just gave me a toothbrush in the morning and was like, boom, let's get it. You know? There you go. Yeah, and we shot. Yeah. That, that shoot did kind of go to shit. It was, uh, it was for this artist, and it, uh, it kind of fell through. But we, we still shot. We still got shots. Like, we still, like, <laughs> did shit. Like, we still got really good content that day, uh-huh. no matter what. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of about that. You know what I'm saying? It's about doing it no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like, persevering. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's going to have their problems. But when you have a goal, when you have an idea, something that's golden, like a nugget, like this album, like something like that, you got to keep going. Or at least that's how I feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I could quit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've quit before I stopped making music. Yeah. But now it's, now I have that, like, I can't do it anymore. I've lost people that are close to me. I've... You know what I'm saying? I've I've heard, you know what I'm saying, the music that people are making. Like I you know what I'm saying? Like the the drive in me is so you know what I'm saying? Like I have the fire under my ass in a sense where it's yeah. like like I wanna do this. I wanna put the music out to the world and like, you know what I'm saying, like 
see you know what I'm saying see what comes about of it more you know what I'm saying I'm already thinking about the next project after this I'm already like <laughs> on to the next one in a sense but this one is it's yeah it's 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 gold perfect man Perfect. Well, I can't wait to hear it. And we're already at 47 minutes, so we'll end it there on the good number. (laughs) Yes, sir. And uh, thank you for coming on. I'll I'll make sure to post up all the information so people could find you. And then the music video, for sure, like hit me up so that we could post that up, too. Thank you for having me on, dog. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. That's it for another episode of the Dude from LA podcast. Peace.